And the death toll from the Wuhan coronavirus in China climbs to 25. Despite the rising number of deaths and infections, the World Health Organization is not yet declaring a global health emergency. And Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte threatens to cancel the visiting forces agreement with the U.S. over U.S. visa issues hounding his ally, Senator Ronald De La Rosa, a threat questioned by some Philippine lawmakers. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A rising death toll from the new coronavirus in China. The virus has now killed 25 people and infected more than 800 since emerging from Wuhan late last month. Chinese authorities have placed Wuhan on lockdown to try and contain the illness. Travel restrictions have also been imposed in at least four other Chinese cities. We must resolutely curb the spread of the epidemic to other places. This is a major responsibility that we must take. As a big city with more than 10 million people and a major transport hub of the country, Wuhan sees large population flows during the spring festival holiday. This poses great risk to the spread of the epidemic. The Wuhan coronavirus has spread to several other countries and health officials fear the transmission rate could accelerate as millions of Chinese travel at home and abroad for the week-long Lunar New Year holiday. There is no vaccine for the new virus. Symptoms include fever, difficulty breathing or shortness of breath and coughing. I would like to suggest people, even, even a lot of us, association, they they get together to the celebration. I would suggest to cancel the, the public gathering right, as possible. Number one is no special medication to treat it. Number two is there were two weeks of incubation period. People in the incubation period have no symptoms at all. So they, they may spread the virus to, 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 to the people. Well, despite the rising number of deaths and infections, the World Health Organization is not yet declaring the Wuhan coronavirus a global emergency. But the WHO says it is taking the matter seriously. Despite mounting concern and extraordinary measures taken in China to protect the public, the World Health Organization on Thursday said it was too early to consider an international outbreak of a new virus to be a global emergency. Speaking in Geneva, the WHO director said, quote, This is an emergency in China, but it has not yet become a global health emergency. It may yet become one. The WHO announcement comes as China imposed unprecedented measures to control the newly identified coronavirus. It's likely that we will see more cases in other parts of China and other countries. China has taken measures it believes appropriate to contain the spread of coronavirus in Wuhan and other cities. We hope that they will be both effective and short in their duration. For the moment, WHO does not recommend any broader restrictions on travel or trade. Most public transport in the city of Wuhan, population 11 million, was suspended on Thursday and people were told not to leave. Video obtained by Reuters show empty market stalls where people have been panic buying and rushing to stock up on supplies. One Wuhan resident originally from South Africa shot this video from the city's airport while trying to leave the city. 
most of the railway stations are actually closed. So people coming to the airport will have to make alternative arrangements. So it's difficult to travel around today due to the virus. And people are actually advised to stay at a home and also not to mingle with the crowds. Later on Thursday, neighboring Huanggang, a city of 7 million people, announced a similar lockdown. Patients have been identified in South Korea, Japan, and the United States. Airports across the globe have started screening travelers. While the WHO adopts a wait-and-see approach to the outbreak, health officials speaking in the World Economic Forum in Switzerland cautioned that while the illness appears to be less fatal than the recent SARS virus, it could be more contagious. 10% of people died in SARS. I suspect the mortality rate with this infection will be lower than that as it spreads to a much wider population. So what we have is a broader infection with probably a less um, marked number of people, percentage of people dying. Uh, but that, in some ways, from a public health perspective, is harder to deal with. American health officials said work on a vaccine was underway, but the treatment would not likely be ready for some time. Direct flights from the Chinese city of Wuhan to the Philippines have been suspended. Philippine authorities have also tightened airport surveillance. Let's hear more from Rafael Bosano. The Philippine Civil Aeronautics Board suspends indefinitely all flights between the Philippines and the Chinese city of Wuhan, where a new coronavirus was first detected. Indefinite until further notice. Eight times a week lang naman ang flight natin dyan. Buhan muna ang suspendido. At yung iba, ay ating babantayan, ano, kasi... Authorities of Aklan's Provincial Health Office in Central Philippines are observing the condition of an 18-month-old boy after showing signs of fever. He arrived in Aklan International Airport from Nanjing, China, and is said to also have had a history of traveling to Wuhan. On Thursday, his condition improved and his samples have also been submitted to the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine for confirmatory tests for the Wuhan coronavirus. A flight attendant who chose to self-quarantine in Calibo has been discharged from hospital. A family said to have had exposure to the Wuhan coronavirus and arrived in Manila from Hong Kong on Wednesday has been reached by the Epidemiology Bureau. The health department says they don't need to be isolated. Cebu Pacific has been very helpful. We've been working with the Bureau of Immigration and the other airport authorities. And the Epidemiology Bureau has already located and contacted the four family members. And none of them are ano, no, suffering from any illness. Walang sakit sila. So, wala namang need for us to do any tests on them or to admit them or to hold them in isolation. This raises questions on how they were able to pass through quarantine officers. Domingo says there are certain criteria that have to be met in order to be considered a person under investigation. These include travel history to China, particularly in Wuhan, working in a health facility in Wuhan, exposure to a patient diagnosed with the Wuhan coronavirus, and showing signs and symptoms of respiratory illness. There are six known coronaviruses. Of the six coronaviruses, four are actually very mild. And there are two that can be deadly, which is SARS and MERS-CoV. 
So right now, what we have is the seventh known coronavirus, which is the novel coronavirus for 2019. Domingo says they are not discounting the possibility that the virus will eventually enter the Philippines. So the strategy now of WHO really is to make sure lang that when it does spread and when it happens, that we are able to isolate and contain the cases and manage them well. Dapat isipin natin na may darating para handa tayo. Airports across the globe have started to implement measures to identify travelers exhibiting symptoms of the virus. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. More cases of the Wuhan coronavirus outside China. Japan confirms its second. A man in his 40s who arrived in the country last Sunday from Wuhan. He has been hospitalized. South Korea and Hong Kong have also confirmed two cases of the Wuhan coronavirus, which has killed 25 people in China. Hong Kong has advised residents to postpone trips to the mainland. I said earlier, we've already we've, we've advised schools authorities, for example, to hold off um, the so-called the uh, so-called uh, experiential tour uh, to the mainland. A lot of schools organise this during the, the holidays and so on until the situation has settled, has, has stabilised later on. So we would do from time to time advice, advisory, so-called advisory, travel advisory issued to people, people the stakeholders concerned. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte threatens to terminate the country's visiting forces agreement with the U.S. That's if Washington does not reverse a cancellation of Senator Ronald De La Rosa's U.S. visa. The cancellation comes as some American senators push for a U.S. ban on Philippine officials involved in the detention of Duterte critic Senator Laila De Lima. I will terminate the basis visiting forces agreement. I'm giving notice, and they begin to count. I'm giving government and the American government one month from now. Philippine Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana says he will study the impact of the possible termination of the VFA. This is not the first time Duterte threatened to terminate that agreement. He made the same threat in 2016 after the U.S. did not renew an aid package for the Philippines. On Twitter, Manila's top diplomat Teddy Loxin Jr. said he has called Lorenzana to start the process of terminating the VFA. A Philippine lawmaker believes terminating the Visiting Forces Agreement with the United States will pose a risk to national security. Congressman Rufi Biazon, the vice chairman of the House Committee on National Defense and Security, says President Duterte should first consult his defense secretary, as well as Congress, before making such a move. Biazon adds Senator Ronald De La Rosa should step in and tell the president to prioritize national security over his visa issues. Um, immediate uh, scrapping of the VFA would uh, compromise national security. Um, we appeal that uh, uh, the president consider the, the position. But I would say that the, uh, uh, the weight of uh, handling the issue would fall on the shoulders of the senator, of Senator De La Rosa. If I were in a similar situation uh, with the senator, um, I would be the one to, to tell the president um, to just let go of the issue, uh, to consider national security as uh, a, a primordial concern 
over my personal access to visit the United States. Being a, a retired uh, uh, Philippine National Police Chief and uh, for a, a graduate of the Philippine Military Academy, um, I, I would expect that he would consider uh, security of the country uh, higher than his uh, privilege of visiting the United States. Other lawmakers weighing in on President Duterte's threat to scrap the VFA. Senator Panfilo Lacson says he doesn't see how the VFA is connected to the visa issue of Senator Ronald De La Rosa. Lacson points out a U.S. visa is a conditional authorization given to a visiting foreigner, while the VFA is a bilateral agreement that went through careful diplomatic discussions prior to Senate ratification. For Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drillon, current laws allow for the termination of treaties without the Senate's concurrence. He says he submitted a resolution in 2017 to require Senate concurrence before terminating treaties in general, but it failed to pass the upper chamber. Senator De La Rosa, meanwhile, slams what he calls a one-sided relations between Manila and Washington. The U.S. State Department is adopting a new set of rules that will make it tougher for pregnant foreigners to visit the U.S. on tourist visas. It's part of an effort to prevent women from going to the U.S. to give birth and obtain U.S. citizenship for their babies. Pregnant women could be required to prove they have a specific reason for travel beyond giving birth, like a medical necessity. A State Department official says the new rules aim to address national security risks, including criminal activity associated with the industry for birth-related trips. But critics are worried they could lead to discrimination. The new regulation takes effect Friday. On to the impeachment trial of U.S. President Trump. Democrats accused Trump of abusing his office by pressing Ukraine to investigate the Bidens purely for political gain. They argued Trump pushed the Ukrainian government to probe former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden and his son because Trump was worried about facing Biden in the November election. Biden is the front runner for the Democratic presidential nomination. The president's broader scheme to secure Ukraine's interference was a threat. It was a threat. It was a threat to our national security. The only person who stood to benefit from the abuse of office and solicitation of these investigations was Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States. A violation of public trust, a failure to take care that the laws be faithfully executed. But it came, when it came down to choosing between the national interests of the country and his own personal interest, his reelection, President Trump chose himself. Democrats contend senators should convict Trump on two charges, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. But the Republican-controlled Senate is unlikely to do so. Trump's legal team asserts the House charges are invalid because impeachable offenses must represent a specific violation of criminal law. A two-thirds majority is needed to remove Trump from office. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.